We're celebrating life. We're celebrating life going on a vehicular journey where we bring you the fascinating automotive folks from motorsports and racing. Turn this up. I love this stuff right here. Welcome back, Wrench Nation, right here from the East Valley Institute of Technology. I hope you are doing well. I hope you're having that week. I hope your car is doing a-okay. And you can actually just say, we don't need this, Wrench Nation, because my ride is smooth as can be. Susie Sockets, my co-host, welcome to the show, girl. You're a funny guy, Frank. I'm just elated. You're funny. We tell the people every week, uh, as, as crazy as it sounds, we all need a little therapeutic situations, and I truly love hanging with you. This is our moment. This is our moment, Frank. With the peoples. And that was some nice music there. Well, we're trying, a, we're trying a few things out. You know, we, we, some of you have chimed in on the Facebook there. Direct message then. You actually, some of you, some of the arts and culture kind of people sending us, can you guys play this music? Because we do the show from the East yeah. Valley Institute of Technology. It's a radio station and radio school and automotive school. And of course, our familia on 90.7 on the weekend, Saturday. Big shout outs to all you mechanical maniacs and as well, uh, KFNX and their podcast uh, on Sunday. And people are giving us feedback, Susie. Feedback's the breakfast of champions, Frank. So far, it's been pretty decent. Good good feedback. feedback. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what I'm saying for feedback we every week we take you truly on a journey and we do our best it's not a perfect show but we want to bring you some exciting folks from the motorsports arena and i invite you if you catch bits and pieces because well i gotta pick up the kids it's cool i gotta shut this down i can't listen live well get on over to wrenchnation.tv certainly get on over to the podcast of situations on any player Because you will find a smorgasbord of goodness. Grab a drink, relax at home, put the kids at rest, and listen to folks like Booster GT from Street Outlaws, Jonathan Goolsby, Goolsby Customs, John D'Agostino, Celebrity Customs, Blake Alexander, the Pronto Funny Car Driver. We've had a slew of people, and we invite you to catch those shows in its entirety. Uh, however you like, RenchNation.tv. Susie, welcome, girl. I mean, how are you doing, man? Amazing. Absolutely amazing, Frank. Thank you so much for asking. What about you? You're doing good? I'm disgruntled. Why are you disgruntled? Because it's free, really free. Wow, free is really free. How many can you relate? You've been in a situation, and they said free. That's true. That's Now, true. I mean, there are some things in life that could be free. This is true. What are you thinking? What's free? I'm having difficulty with free. I think free smiles is free. That's free. So are free hugs. That's free. Yep. Free speech. What about free trade? I like a free trade. (laughs) No matter what's going on with (laughs) Donald Trump and everybody. With all the border situations and tariffs, everything's like the sky is falling. Yep. But this isn't a political show. Nope. We're talking about free. How many of you... 
have been in a situation where you got into a free situation and it wasn't free. Now, it may have felt free, but then after a while, boy, I was better off paying. Right. And you know the old rule of thumb is nothing for free. Well, some people would like to believe. I would like to believe that. I see an advertisement that says free. I want to believe that. You're not one of those people that say, what's the catch? If my wife isn't with me, I'm a sucker. I mean, I will buy anything and everything. And if it says free, give me 12 of those frees. But you're going to pay for it. But I end up, yeah, then she, my wife will yell at me because of these situations. We don't want her yelling at you, Frank. So I bring to you and I pose to you, as this is somewhat of a car show, how are you handling free by way of your check engine light? To our listeners, it's a free show. It is free. Well, that where's ding, the where ring, is that? Ring the bell. Oh my we, gosh. Oh, we don't have a bell. All right. Well, <laughs> ding, we'll ding. Get, ding ding. It is free. You don't have to subscribe and all that. But um free can be difficult by way of technology. Would you agree? Absolutely, I agree. Now you went to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And the doctor, before you even saw the doctor, it seems like now it takes hours to see a doctor, but you're getting triaged and they're getting your information. That's not free. It is not. Why is that? They got to get paid, right? <laughs> <laughs> they do got to get paid. But what I'm saying is if you're rolling out a $50,000 x-ray machine, now imagine if doctors could do the same as we do in this industry. It's a free x-ray with the replacement of a kneecap. It's a free check engine light if you repair it. Right. Does that sound funny? Do you guys, am I resonating with you? Am I resonating with the free to get you in? Yeah, just to get you in. Now I get it. I'm going to get hate and I welcome that. Some of you saying, well, no, that's just the way it's done and I shouldn't have to pay for anything. You have to pay for something. The idea here, people, we're going to explore something. It's my opinion, and maybe you'll disagree with this, but it's my opinion that check engine lights that are done for free, you have had a free code pull. Does that warrant and qualify a successful repair? Can you get the test of a vehicle for free and be successful with the ultimate outcome? As it relates to modern day underhood technology, we are going to dive in. I'm going to tell you and bring you closer, not to say that you should overspend on your car repair or testing, but my goodness, at least hug a mechanic because 100 million lines of code people. Now, some of you are saying, well, what does that mean? I have no clue. Well, I'll put it to you this way. The latest and greatest Raptor fighter pilot jet fancy schmancy. That's about 35 million lines of code. Really? Yeah. The first manned moon operation, half a million lines of code. And you pull up with a 2018 F-150, 100 pinky. One billion. Well, not billion yet. (laughs) 100 million lines of code. So what we want to do on this show, man, is we want to explore with you how 
to go about a different mindset. Because ultimately, you've heard a couple things. You heard free, you heard check engine light, but ultimately, how about pain to your wallet because it wasn't tested or diagnosed? Well, they told me I needed diagnostics. That's what you're hearing, diagnostics, and it's fearful. You get anxiety. But if there isn't a proper way to pay a seasoned individual like a doctor to get it right up front, Susie in the garage, what do we say all the time? Fixing cars is easy. That's right. How we find out what's wrong and did we actually fix it, that's where the challenges lie. That's right. <laughs> so we're excited and honored to have three powerhouses from the automotive industry, Scott Brown of the Diagnostic Network, Greg Buckley out of Wilmington, Delaware. He's been on before, second-generation shop owner, and our friend from Midlothian, Texas, a seasoned master technician. We're not here to beat up the consumer. We're not here to beat you up as a do-it-yourselfer. We promote that. But is free the way to go with a check? Do you ever get to that point where you've just, you just keep going back to the same mechanic and you're just not getting... You're not getting the service or the, you know. Uh, hopefully not in my garage. Yeah, but no, not in ours. But, you know, we had this customer the other day who's been doing business with another garage for years. And he explained to me that he's just been uh, spending money with them and he's always having to take the vehicle back. So this time around, he had some power steering work and uh, had the t- car towed in because he had Armstrong steering, couldn't steer anymore. And he just had power steering work done what triggered him to say i'm not going back well it's just the the whole fact he was frustrated yeah he's frustrated he's been going back and he every time he gets a car repair he has to take it back for something that's tough it is tough so luckily you know for him it really was after towing it in it turned out to be a um a pressure a power steering hose that actually had come apart and so when our technician actually uh reattached it it so it was a simple fix. Yeah, it was a simple well, fix. Well, I got to tell you, man, I feel for that other garage. The worst thing for a business owner is to not know that the cooks in the back of that kitchen have a problem cooking pancakes or something to that effect. Can I say that? Yeah. So uh, what's your advice there before we get to break? There's got to be a takeaway. What is it? What, what does a consumer do when they're done throwing in the towel? Yeah, but you know, I'm a bad advocate of taking it back to the shop that repaired it. I am too. I'm I always say I always say, hey, listen, give that garage another opportunity. Or, you know, whatever service that you're getting, always give them that other opportunity. Um, that's a tough call. I mean, he was frustrated. It's time out of work. Right. More money out of pocket. Right. Driveways leaking. That's tough. That's a tough call. Well, anyway, we're gonna come back at you. We're diving into underhood automotive technology as it relates to How an automotive technician truly tests your vehicle for success is a free check engine light the way to go. Stay tuned, Wrench Nation. Bolt-on Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have bolt-on technology software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Frank and Susie hanging out with you. I want to know from you right now, when is the last time you got something for free? I don't care what it is. Jelly beans, dry cleaning, 
What have you gotten lately for free? We're talking about free as it relates to that check engine light. That dastardly light comes on and it interrupts your life. Maybe the car's dancing the Macarena. All you know is, I gotta go see the mechanic. Right? And that's a that's some anxiety. So this show, we're talking about maybe why free is not in your best interest because it may not fix properly the vehicle. To help us straighten this out, uh, we've got the pioneer founder and president of Diagnostic Network, Scott Brown. Welcome to the show, Scott. Hey, thank you, Frank. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, no, we appreciate you hanging out. Scott, tell the people, let's right out of the gate, because the folks are listening like, well, who's Scott Brown? Scott, give us an idea. What is the Diagnostic Network? So the Diagnostic Network is a platform for service industry professionals to collaborate with one another and uh, to help each other understand uh, how to solve challenges, how to push themselves to the next level, how to discover best practices around diagnostics and engine uh, performance issues and uh, everything around the automobile. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, because if, if we, you know, take your career or my career or many listening that are in the industry, you know, maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago, for the most part, we didn't really need in-depth resources. I mean, we had a voltmeter. Maybe we had some basic uh, diagnostic equipment, but man, today's day and age, you you almost have to have examples of known bad waveforms uh, and that sort of thing, and that and that's what you're providing on the diagnostic network. Yeah, that is correct, and and you know there is a there's a quote that uh, was recently uh, pushed out by a, a MIT professor, uh, last name was Haywood, and he said something very profound where he says, it says uh, the automobile is one of the most sophisticated devices a human will be interacting with ever. And if you think about that, that is quite profound. That yeah. this vehicle that we're working on is, is very, very technical. And uh, there's a lot of things making it work properly. And we need to be able to figure it out and put it back together. So let's get back to the, uh, the code pull. Many listening now, are very familiar with that. They'll go down to the local parts house and they're going to get what they believe is a full-on diagnostic with a code pull. What do you see a problem with that? Yeah, well, there, there's a lot going on. Uh, you know, a code pull will give you uh, a, a reason why that light is on. Uh, it will not give you the full analytics. It's, it kind of gives you a starting point. And, it, you know, from there, then it's really up to, you know, the diagnostician to properly uh, address it. Um, like you said earlier, it's, it's kind of like taking the vital signs. You know, you've got the nurse taking the vital signs, and then they hand it off to the professional, the doctor, to do the further analysis. That's something we've seen. Uh, in the in the garage, I would say hardcore for the last three to five years, we've seen this uptick of sort of code pull check engine lights that come in, and we we don't want to say, hey, no, you can't do that. That's not going to work. But what we do say is, data. Who is deciphering? Who is analyzing the data? I go and get an MRI or an X-ray. Well, the cardiologist is not in the room for the most part. It is a it is someone that all they do is sort of read it. Yep, they take images. The cardiologist is going to decipher it. And, and I think with the diagnostic network 
and many other resource-based platforms that are designed to educate and really at the end protect the consumer, it's all about deciphering data. Who has that ability to decipher? Like the code pull may say this is what you need. However, are we testing for that failure? And that's really what you're talking about, Scott, yeah? Yeah, that is correct. And, and really, the, the guys that uh, you know are participating within our platform, those are the folks that they are dedicating their, uh, their time to their career. They're studying after hours and going to training and, and continuing to educate themselves in the same manner a doctor does. But you know, if you go to the parts house, that guy that's working behind the counter, he's plugging in that tool. He, he does not have the same level of knowledge and skill and expertise that a professional diagnostician would have. Yeah. What do you see a lot of uh, mechanics slash technicians getting wrong by the way of testing a vehicle that if you could speak to them right now and give them one clear, solid tip, and I, I know there's many things that you could say, what are we getting wrong as technicians when we're trying to serve the consumer by way of testing? What are we missing there? Well, I would say that... Uh, you know, a technician needs to have uh, a learning culture in their blood. I mean, they, they need to have that desire to continually make themselves better. Uh, there are some that, unfortunately, are working in conditions that aren't really conducive to promoting that. Well, but, the uh, culture, come on, let's face it, the culture yeah. of that company or garage, uh, we've heard, we've seen, we, we know about it. In fact, I think you listening have been in the garages like that where that website looked good, but as soon as you walked in, you were like, oh, snap, I can feel the energy here. So you're really talking about just the rudiment of hunger to learn. Right. And and if you have a, you know, if you're going into a shop, um, like your shop, Frank, you know, customers probably are looking up on the walls and looking at certificates that, uh, that indicate that those technicians are uh, either achieving, uh, you know, some level of certification or they're attending uh, continuing training. That's really what you're shopping for. You need a, a shop that's dedicated to that. Uh, and then on the flip side, you know, you're going to be paying for that. But in the end, you're going to be paying for exactly what you need to have done to your car and not the inverse where you go in and get a code pull and then you get a long laundry list of potential uh, solutions, a.k.a. parts, and you put all those parts on and you still have the problem. Many, yeah, many, many are listening right now, and I just want to clarify. I want to set it straight uh, as we have Scott Brown with the Diagnostic Network, uh, an industry champ by way of technology and educating uh, those that actually work on your car, uh, which Scott said something pretty interesting. Uh, and, like, when have we heard about this? There are many technicians now, after a long day of work, they are paying it forward with their daily experiences by sharing that data to this professional network so we're all better. And I think that needs to be said, Scott. Uh, the things that you're doing at the end are helping the industry, but you're also helping the consumer. And so if you are getting a check engine light, we're not knocking. You want peace of mind. The thing came on and, and you're nervous. and you Just know that that's not the end-all, cure-all. And you may start throwing, like darts, parts to your ride. And then that turns into a wallet nightmare. So I got a funny story. One of our customers actually shared with me back in college, he had a car that had a check engine light on all the time. 
So he and his buddy got tired of friends asking, what's the check engine light on for? So they took off the cluster and they modified that check engine light <laughs> to show everything's okay. So anytime they would take some friends well, out, they're like, what's that everything's okay light? Yeah, for, Everything's okay. For many years, Scott, you you continually today uh, as a garage operator, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure you've seen your fair share of, you know, little black tape masking up that check engine light. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen plenty of that. Well, you know, I feel for someone driving their vehicle. Like, life is happening. You know, maybe somebody's in between jobs, and and it's not easy. And, and, and we are not speaking above and beyond and trying to be insensitive to that. You know, the bottom line is that it, it, it is a serious function, especially uh, at least the last five years. Scott, the last five years of vehicles that are being produced, tell us about some of the advancements under hood. Yeah, so, you know, the last five years, uh, te- the technology has been exploding, uh, you know, at an exponential pace. And we have multiple systems being integrated, information being networked uh, across systems to various modules uh, with critical information to keep that car operating properly. And uh, so a couple of things here to, to pay attention to are a lot of the advanced driver assistance things that are being deployed on these cars. And the services that are getting done to, to vehicles, you know, such as a, maybe a windshield being replaced or even a wheel alignment, um, a skilled technician is uh, required to validate that all of the services that are, should be done to that car during that service are done because we could be doing things that are affecting some of these other critical safety systems. So you're saying that at one point, a lot of these systems back in the day, they were one-off, they were individual, fix it, set it, done. Now there's a deep relationship. You mentioned network. Yes, that is true. So you've got, you know, steering wheel angle sensors that are connected uh, to stability control systems and, and, uh, and so on. And, and you've got to make sure that all those systems are put right back to where they belong uh, when you, before you put that vehicle back into service. That, that customer is, uh, you know, in an in a operable vehicle the way it was designed. Yeah, I'll give you an example of what we've seen in the garage. Uh, Volkswagen, doing a water pump <laughs> on a Volkswagen, water pump on a Volkswagen or an Audi where it's a front bumper clip pull to access very tight space. If you are not setting the camera systems after, well, boy, you'll fix a water pump and a coolant leak, but that vehicle will permanently pull to the left. That type of technology. Scott Brown with Diagnostic Network. Please hang tight. We're going to cut to the break and bring Jeff Buckley on and continue the conversation. Is a free check engine light test really in your best interest. Stay tuned, Ranch Nation. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time, the quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, Get on to PartsAuthority.com. Check locations nationally near you. PartsAuthority.com. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Frank and Susie hanging out with you right here from the East Valley Institute of Technology. Listen, if you're catching this on Saturday for the replays, we certainly appreciate you. Thank you. Remember, get on a Ranch Nation Facebook. The show is 24-7, so if you have a car care question, maybe you need a second opinion, get on over to our social media platforms. And, of course, all you podcast listeners, we appreciate you. We're diving into this whole check engine light, this free check engine light, this life of free Can we continue to get free check engine lights and be successful as consumers? Is there a risk that that free may not test what is an abundance of technology under hood? We've got Jeff Buckley uh, from Midlothian, Texas. Uh, Jeff has been serving his community and industry as an ASE master certified technician, one of the leading technicians in the country was conscientious about taking care of his customer, but also paying it forward. Jeff Buckley, welcome to the show. Hey, brother. Thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm honored to be on the same show as uh, Scott Brown. Yeah, Scott's hanging in the wings. And, of course, Scott, you're still with us. Uh, we're going to get your take here as we move on. Um, honored to have both you guys on. And as, uh, as you're listening to this, uh, I want you to understand something. Um, the gentleman that we have on the show today are not just fixing cars, people. They're embedded in their community and actually spending a lot of their outside time to better move the industry forward. And we are talking about those free check engine lights, and maybe we've upset some of you. Well, I get that <laughs> stuff for free, and I'm always successful. You know, so, Jeff, welcome to the show. Yeah, but I got to go right out of the gate here, Jeff. Over 30 years of uh, in being in the industry, what are some of the struggles with the technology and testing that you're, are you having any struggles right now? Well, no, I mean, it's, it's, um, what you have to remember is that, that you have to keep up with the tools and equipment that will, um, service the technology. And so that's kind of the, you know, if I could say the only struggle is sometimes, you know, there's some, some tools and equipment out there that, uh, don't really perform as required. And so, you know, the technicians that, that uh, as Frank says, you know, we pay money for for these tools and equipment, just like the doctors pay for the. Well, and and I don't know if the doctors pay for the um, the X-ray machines. If <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody somebody's else, paying for but, it, but there there has yeah. to be some value by way of you know we're not saying well you come in my garage you got to pay for my equipment. I think what it is 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 really being able now more so than ever. If there's one thing you can take away from this show. From a Scott Brown, from a Jeff Buckley, and that is now more so than ever, we have to communicate almost as network engineers. Scott Brown in the wings, Diagnostic Network, speak to us on the network. Can you bring it down a layman sense as to what's truly happening? How can you explain that to an average driver? Uh, explain uh, as far as what's happening on the network. In the, the network, vehicle? how would you, I mean, because most folks think a check engine light comes on, I've got, you know, I've got, you know, something, sensor, my sensor's bad, right? That's everybody, everybody thinks a sensor kind of situation. Uh, but there is actually a network that's communicating and intertwined like we've never seen before. Oh, yeah. So, you know, today's modern uh, engine, uh, engine controller needs information from various sensors to make the engine w- w- operate properly. But you also have systems such as uh, traction control and uh, stability control, and they're looking at other inputs. And there may be times where, you know, the, the system needs to take over 
and not give you as much throttle so you don't get in trouble. So, you know, going back to the, to the check engine light, you know, that, that thing can give us an indication that there's a problem. And sometimes the customer or the driver may not notice anything wrong with the car and may just continue to drive. And, you know, these systems are very good at, at, at adapting. But, you know, I would urge that customer to check, get that car checked because if they keep pushing it off, they could end up inf- inflicting more damage or more wear uh, on the vehicle and uh, end up costing them more in the long run. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Buckley, uh, you are experiencing quite a few array of repairs. Could you give us an example for the folks of a particular repair that may not cost as much initially, that boy, oh boy, if that check engine light stays on and you ignore it, what is the expense that can accrue if they ignore that light, not get it tested properly? Well, you know, it, it gets into uh, uh, many different deals. As, as Scott says, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, if you're on your uh, the network where it's going around and picking up different information and it may be affecting, uh, you know, something on your vehicle, but a lot of times uh, you'll get a code and, uh, hey, my wheel speed sensor isn't working. And, you know, well, what does that affect? Well, that can affect the steering. That can affect the braking. But uh, you you have to come back and look at the basics and say, okay, why is that not working? And as far as damaging other components, if it's your wheel bearing uh, is bad, your hub assembly is bad, and it's causing it to wobble, which is, in turn kicking that code, then really that sensor is not bad. It's, it's picking up that there's an issue, and the issue is actually into your uh, your hub and your wheel bearings, which now affects uh, your braking and uh, holding the wheel on, uh, you know, uh, wearing down your pads, uh, messing up the caliper. So that sensor is really just doing what it's designed to do. Hey, I'm seeing a signal it, pattern that doesn't appear to be right, and I got to say, this is so important. Many of you listening right now, I'm just going to say it because all of us can, 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 can really think about this. You're going in to get this check engine light. You're getting a code pull. And I guarantee you, half of you have said, well, I got a bad oxygen sensor. Yeah, I was just going to say that. And I say that respectfully. But remember, think about the sensor is only reading what it sees. Now, when a sensor does not have the ability, like some of these are sort of mini batteries and things like that, they could be defective, but that has to be tested. You bring up that subject of the vehicle speed sensor. If there's an underlying issue, boy, oh boy, that speed sensor is just doing its job. And, and the same with, like you're saying, with the oxygen sensor. A lot of times they'll go in and get a cold pool, and it'll say, hey, your rear oxygen sensor is... It's stuck, uh, in, in the, the, they use the term bias, where it's stuck either lean or it's stuck either rich, which either means it's uh, uh, saying, hey, we got too much air or, hey, we got too much fuel, and they'll go in and put a, a rear oxygen sensor on it. And as far as the diagnostician, as far as the technician coming in and saying, okay, let's see what really is causing that issue. And then you can actually have, like on Toyota's, they use the front uh, oxygen sensor, and they call it an air-fuel ratio um, meter. And if the front one is actually uh, not working properly, then it can make you think the back one has a problem. And in reality, 
the front one uh, is the one that's that's doing that, and that's kind of a common problem they see on a, a right. lot of the Toyotas. Right, Scott Brown, you, uh, Diagnostic Networks, talk to us about many listening or can identify with uh, their phone, their computer. Oh gosh, I got a timeout because this thing needs to update. It's got to update. It's got to update, and 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 it's setting new parameters for a phone or your computer. Talk to us about the car, the vehicle. There's updates to a vehicle. Uh, correct. You know, sometimes uh, when they build that automobile and they put it into production, sometimes they don't get it right. And, uh, you know, as the car begins to age and, and things start to skew a little bit, uh, that system's uh, parameters or test routines or what have you may be falsely failing certain things or falsely, uh, you know, pointing out other things that are not a, not really affecting the system. Yeah. So, you know, again, it's it's a task to the technician to begin to analyze and validate, hey, does this car have the latest uh, proper calibrations in it? Yeah. Are there any t- technical service bulletins uh, related to this? And, and that might require a new flash update. Uh, and so it's very critical. And that's stuff that you're not going to find in a code pull, you know, from the, the, the so, so-called parts store. So, yeah, no doubt. Uh, one other one other thing I'd, I'd like to say there is that on that code poll, you know, you're typically only getting the generic, uh, you know, uh, SAE is Society of Automotive Engineers standard uh, DTCs, and a lot of times there are underlying DTCs coming from the manufacturer specific side that a professional uh, repair facility would be pulling that info in as well, and that would help. Uh, aid in the diagnostic process to make sure that they're uh, taking all the proper steps to address that vehicle at a professional level. There's definitely a process procedure. Uh, Scott Brown, uh, Jeff Buckley, hang with us. Scott Brown, tell the folks where, especially our technicians out there, where can they find this great resource? So Diagnostic Network, it's a real hard URL. It's diag.net. Very good. We'll have that on our Facebook page, Ranch Nation. A great resource. Thank you very much, Scott, for stopping by the show and uh, giving us a little clarity here. Thank you. Frank here with Ranch Nation. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week to the Ranch Nation Car Talk Show. But did you guys know I'm not basket weaving? I don't do roofing. I actually own Desert Car Care of Chandler. Boy, and I've got a great team down there. If you've got car repair or maintenance needs, I invite you to stop by my garage over a cup of coffee. Maybe you've got that large estimate and you're not sure where to go. Give me a call, 480-726-6400, Desert Car Care of Chandler. invite you uh, to get on to ranchnation.tv. Uh, you'll find Tom Cotter, Cuban car culture, barn find hunter, and Joe Boris. He has the most valuable and some would say important car collection. Fireball Tim, Street Outlaws, Aurora Strauss out of Harvard. So just know that this show, you can head on over to ranchnation.tv. Until then, we welcome you back. We're talking about those free check engine lights, the underhood technology, the the last 10 years. I had to stutter because it's actually pretty stunning. Has exceeded the last 100 years 
by way of technology in your vehicle. Wow. That's a wow. So Mm -hmm. think about that when you go into your local garage. And I'm not knocking free. I kind of, we're having fun with that. You do whatever you want to do. But at the end of the day, understand 100 million lines of code. That's a real deal. There is a high risk of getting that wrong if you don't have the proper technology, you don't have the proper training. And now more than ever, you need to make that relationship with somebody in your neighborhood or dealer that understands the technology. Speaking of technology, uh, we've got the world famous Greg Buckley out of uh, Wilmington. Hello, Mr. Greg. Hey, guys. How are, how's everybody doing? Good. We miss your voice, baby. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I know, man. I miss you guys, too. So, yeah. wait. We have a Jeff Buckley and a Greg Buckley. Well, you are know, you guys related? Well, let's bring Jeff back because we always, we always ask that. Jeff and Greg Buckley are not related. We still haven't proved the DNA. Jeff, That's uh, right. we have it. Jeff, have you have you did, did you go to did you order that app and try to figure out is is Greg somehow related? <laughs> yeah, we sat down and talked about it, and uh, we're not saying. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're keeping it. To, we're keeping it to ourselves, Jeff. We, yeah, well, we appreciate you guys you know uh, I mean? <laughs> joining us. That's too funny. Hey, so I love gadgets. I think we all love gadgets, yeah, right? Yeah. So, Greg, are you seeing anything out there for the consumer that could benefit? You know, under the hood, any other under the hood gadgets for consumers? Uh, well, I really don't. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, magical. Uh, uh, Things out there that people think that, that really add value, like you, they can buy one of those code readers or one of those uh, you know, insurance companies will have a, a monitor, per se, that plugs into your DLC connector. Um, but what that does, it opens up a lot of privacy issues, number one. Number two, it can open up a lot of false positives. And that's where you know people will look at it and go, well, this is what's wrong with my car, and come in and think that that's gospel. When, you know, as a professional... Uh, we know that's not the truth. Can it, it, it gets us in a direction, and you know it's it's we we understand that people are wanting to have knowledge and be aware of things and save money, but at the same time, uh, you know there's accuracy involved, and with the technology that's in vehicles today, there's there's multiple tests. So what I try and say is, you may have you know a a direction or what you think is an answer. But we still have to test and follow the path to make sure that is the correct answer, which takes the time, which is the testing involved. Um, a simple analogy is for folks to understand is if you went to the doctor and, we, and you've used the, the, the medical profession, we've used the medical profession, but even on the show, if you walk into the doctors and say, I've got a broken arm, and, he, and you go, well, I think it's here right in my forearm, can you fix the forearm? And the doctor is going to say, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I got to know where it's at. I got to take an x-ray. Yeah, so no, I get that. I get that. I think some of, some of the challenges, I, I want to interject because I can hear I can hear our listeners, they're chomping at the bit. Uh, and, and I'll be honest with you, we probably lost a few people because they said, I don't believe in this. I can go my parts house. They, they will do that free check engine light. Um, now more so than ever, that could be risky by way of throwing parts at your vehicle because it is mm-hmm. absolutely a modern amazement. I think I think Scott Brown said earlier, like like almost the number one technologically advanced vehicle. We wanted our vehicles to be rolling smartphones. Think about that. Mm-hmm. We wanted our phones to interconnect. Who's going to fix the Wi-Fi, the center stack, the Bluetooth, 
that automatic correct the corrective lane changing. Jeff Buckley, are you seeing these uh, advanced technology systems coming in your garage? And more importantly, are people saying, are you kidding me? That's what it's going to take to fix? What are you well, seeing? Well, and you, and you know, as, as uh, Scott was saying there, that sometimes it's a, it's a software uh, issue update. And I actually had uh, two vehicles uh, this past week. One of them came on. And when we talk about check engine lights, we're talking about that um, it's a light uh, where that system monitors the uh, running of the vehicle. Uh, and most of the time it affects the, the emissions and stuff. There's other lights on the vehicle that are, as Scott was telling you, how everything networks that aren't necessarily on the check engine light. And so they'll turn off when he was talking about traction control. And one of the deals is uh, a lot of these vehicles have uh, electronic, um, it's like power assist steering. And that system will turn off and you'll have another light that comes on on your dashboard and you go and get your coke pool, and they're like, uh, well, we don't, we don't know why that one's on. That's why it's important to come to the professional. And on this particular vehicle, uh, it came up, and it was like, oh, hey, there's a software update, and it's, uh, you know, covered by the, the dealer, so <clears throat> that's what has to be done. There's a lot of um, Dodge vehicles out there, the Dodge pickups that have the Hemi engine. We had another one come in that had multiple codes on it, and and it's picking up misfire where, hey, you're, you're, it's, you know, it's thinking that your engine isn't running right. And if you're at the parts house and, you know, you're like, okay, code pull, let's, let's get some spark plugs, let's get some coils, let's get some different deals like that. And when we look at it and test it and then check our information that's available, then we find out, hey, there's a bulletin that they, they need a, a software update because it's looking at some stuff and thinking it has a misfire, and it really doesn't. On today's vehicles, you could have a um, tension assembly on the on the belt, and if it was worn out and it's causing it to slap and pick up just a little bit of a of a glitch there, then the engine would think, "Hey, how come this is happening? I think I have a misfire." And it's not even a misfire at all. It has yeah, to you got to seek belt. out. You got to seek out the right resources, and and those in the industry. Uh, that are getting the proper training, investing in the tooling. Look, there may look check engine lights. Is there's always controversy, especially at midnight. You see the guy. Oh yes, mechanics ripping you off. It should be free. <laughs> Just understand. I have a last minute question. I have inside of forty seconds for you, Greg Buckley. What does the modern day automotive mechanic slash technician look like ten years from now? Go. Uh, white coat and an engineer title. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't say uh, artificial intelligence like a robot. No, well, not no, yet. Not yet. <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to be really on game. Your shops will change. The whole structure of the shop, shop, everything uh, with the sophistication that we're dealing with now, compared to five years, um, it's going to be radical. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. there's excitement in our in our profession. At the same time, we really need we really need to start messaging properly back to the consumer, back to the motorist, and saying, "Listen, you are now driving a very, very sophisticated device." Yeah, no doubt about it. Sophisticated. Just think twice about a free check engine light. Uh, Greg Buckley, where can people find you? Quick. 
Buckley'sAutoCare.com, Wilmington, Delaware. That was quick. <laughs> Jeff Buckley, where can people find you? On Facebook. Check out uh, Jeff Buckley and check out My Father Shop Certified Auto Repair. Gentlemen, I appreciate you hanging. We'll have you back on the show. We'll have your links up on our Wrench Nation Facebook. Thank you. Hey, right, thanks, guys. Good job, guys. Yeah, I mean, technology's blazing away. I mean, uh, it's just not like it was before. So yeah. just be cautious. I think the underlying goal is to get you guys to think about that. We're not knocking a free code pull, but understand that it may not be the end-all, cure-all. Visit our RanchNation.tv uh, podcast listeners. We appreciate you. And everyone, please give us your show topics. And if you know of a local mechanic, technician, garage dealer that is a rock star in their community, we want to hear about it. Get a hold of us on WrenchNation.tv. As I tell you every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.